0: well hello heathens uh casey yeah hey what's up y'all yeah it's been a while i know does it feel a little familiar um
1: not yet not until we start talking about rape and slavery and you know god stuff and cock what
0: Uh, what we're, what we're going to be discussing today is, uh, basically Joseph gets his dad out there, Jacob or Israel, you know, the guy that naked wrestled God in the middle of the desert and totes didn't fuck God in the ass for whatever reason.
1: Well, so wouldn't God be the top? Like, wouldn't you think that Jacob would be the bottom?
0: Well, no, I mean, I would think that that, you know, God would want to be a bottom because then he could see exactly how powerful J- Jacob is. Oh. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, you fuck real good there, Jacob. You can definitely lead my people. <laughs> can, can don't we, worry. Don't worry, everybody. Jacob's got a strong dick. <laughs> can we please, I mean, it just went in no lube.
1: Can we please cut this whole station out? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Jesus Joseph fuck. and his dad, who fucked God at one point, <laughs> the dad's going to get to Egypt, and Joseph is going to get him to trade some livestock or whatnot and set him up for the whole famine thing. And then at some point, they trade their lives, and then there's some tax code. Pretty mundane stuff.
1: Yeah. Taxes are fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Let's start this shindig. Stop talking about dick. Okay, so the last
1: time, God, we didn't even get like one minute in this time.
0: No, because every time we mention Jacob slash Israel, we got to mention how we butt fuck God. Not we.
1: I have no problem not talking about God, Israel, butt fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone recalls, uh, first of all, I would recommend, and you know, maybe it's just me because it's our podcast and stuff, but I would go back and and listen to 18 and 19 before you listen to this. But if you know where we are, um, let's just do a little brief summary. We're in the middle of the seven years of famine and Jacob, who was sold by his brothers to, who was he sold to? Do you remember? Uh,
0: He was sold to the Ishmaelites and
1: they sold him to the Egyptians that basically he was like the chief guard or whatever of the, of the Pharaoh is who he got sold to. And then he was imprisoned and then the Pharaoh got him out of prison and it was a long story. Yeah.
0: yeah it was a whole rule of three thing uh, that relates to the um, uh, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. So after that, uh, Joseph becomes like a chief advisor of Pharaoh and he's the most powerful man in Egypt next to Pharaoh. And He predicts he he has these dreams about the seven years of, you know, great harvest and then the seven years of famine to follow. So during the years of, you know, excess, essentially, he goes around to all the areas of Egypt and he collects grain and supplies for the seven years of famine. So now we're in the seven years of famine and Joseph's brothers come to Egypt to, and they don't know he's there. First of all, Joseph's brothers think he's dead, right? He's either sold into slavery, he's dead, whatever. They don't know what happened to him um, after they sold him and they have no idea that he's there. Um, well, so they go and they ask for food and he, they well, they want to buy food and he gives it to them and sends them back with the food and the money. They go back and try to pay him extra. He sends them back again. So now in the last one, Joseph revealed who he was to his brothers and he wants his brothers to go back and get his father and their whole families and everything and move them all to Egypt so that they can be taken care of during the famine.
0: Yeah, which totes in no way sets up the whole slavery deal and sets the stage for Moses at all. Well,
1: it's interesting because it doesn't necessarily happen to Joseph's family, but it does happen to the rest of the Egyptians. So you're right, this is setting up this is setting up some some Moses business, some Exodus stuff going on, which by the way, in case anybody's counting we are well. Y'all probably wouldn't know, but we are only two days away from finishing Genesis and starting Exodus.
0: Woo <laughs> Finally making it out of Genesis. You know, I would spe- I-, I would speculate that about eighty five percent of Christians don't even make it this far.
1: Well, probably not. And you know what's interesting is when I was um, when I was growing up, they always told you and and for anybody who may not know, um, I grew up, um, in my younger childhood, Southern Baptist, my parents weren't really religious when I was younger, but I went to church with my grandmother and she was Southern Baptist. And so I, I went with her and, um, a little, Later on, when I was about uh, nine or 10, I started to get involved in the Catholic Church. Um, and I was baptized, confirmed, and had my first communion and everything all at the same time when I was, I can't remember if I was 10 or 11, but right around then. Um, and then from that point forward, um, I went to Catholic Church and Southern Baptist with my grandmother. So I have a background in both, which are they're very different, but no matter where I was, the the general idea was never start reading the Bible in Genesis because you'll never get past Genesis. So most of the time they tell you to start with the Gospels and then read the New Testament and then go back and read the Old Testament. But also when you go to read the Old Testament, kind of skip Genesis. I never had anybody tell me, you know, you really need to read Genesis, but a lot of Christian law and the way that Christians feel about things comes from Genesis. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting well, yeah. that a lot of them never make it through Genesis when this is actually a very important book when it comes to the Christian faith.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, they pretty much know the basics of I mean, I'll, I'll admit I'm pretty much a product of people cliff noting it through the Old Testament. Um, and, you know, when I was a Christian, I had never read the entire Old Testament or knew anything about it. Like I knew like what was popularized and what was deemed important by people that I trusted. Um, So like I knew the story of Moses and all that like I didn't know honestly I didn't know about uh, Joseph here and his his amazing technicolor coat or whatever (laughs) and his amazing like dream reading abilities and all that kind of stuff like I knew about Noah I knew about Adam and Eve I knew Mm -hmm. I knew the highlights the hit points of it yeah but, like, later on when when God is doling out his commandments, which actually numbers in about 613 rather than just the 10 that people normally think about. Like, I had no idea that God was like, oh, yeah, and uh, don't boil a baby goat in the uh, milk of the mother's goat, uh, of the mother. It, you know, that's just not kosher <laughs> kind of deal. Like, I didn't realize that was part of God's commandments. <laughs> that just seems...
1: Don't boil a baby goat in the milk of the mother. That just seems savage as fuck to do. <laughs>
0: it
1: it's like here, let's hard boil this chicken's egg and feed it to the chicken who laid it.
0: <laughs> like it's just, great. it's just fucked up. Well, you 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 know, like chicken places that fry their chicken, they make this uh, egg wash mm-hmm. that they dip the chicken tenders in. Right. So you're basically bathing the the um, skinless meat of the chicken in the uh, unfertilized embryo type stuff of the the other chicken. You're bathing chicken in chicken.
1: Yeah, I do that when I make a uh, chicken parmesan. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's really it's it. it. Okay, it when you put it that way. It's kind of savage, <laughs> but but it helps the breading stick to the chicken. Don't think about it too well, much. Don't give. Fun. We were supposed to have that tonight, and now I'm kind of like eh, I don't think I really need to bathe chicken and chicken. No, I'm weird about it. <laughs> Thanks for that.
0: Uh, but but yeah, so they got some weird ass commandments in there, and uh, people don't really talk about them. It it's kind of it's kind of odd. Well, the I, Jews I wonder, do. Well, I mean, yeah, the Jews do, but I mean, nobody's a Jew here.
1: Nobody's a Christian here, but we talk shit about them all the time
0: <laughs> uh, that's a good point, but we're also not going through the Torah
1: No, but the Old Testament is shared
0: mm. what with a little bit of editing? I mean, the basic stories are there the John the whole-
1: John John this is the inherent word of God. This has not been edited. What the fuck are you talking about? And the fact that this says King James version or the New International version. Sorry, the fact that there are versions <laughs> means nothing. <laughs> versions mean nothing.
0: Yeah. Well, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, <laughs> is the Old Testament is a Christianized version of the Septuagint. Right. Uh, and and basically, the the Old Testament is written to be prophetic word about Jesus. Right. And Understand. Yeah, it's a lot like if you were to come up with the basic idea of how Harry Potter ends the entire series and then you make up the previous years of his life. Well,
1: yeah, I'm just saying it's shared. That's all Mm -hmm. I'm saying is it's shared. So like a lot of the things there are things in the Old Testament that are Jewish law and Jewish tradition that Christians don't adhere to which is why you'll see the don't eat this and don't eat that or you have to cook your food kosher shit in there but you're not going to see christians following that because that's jewish law
0: well exactly yeah all right well let's get to the story here we got joseph who's bum fucking around with his dad
1: no not yet god damn you're always skipping ahead okay so
0: spoilers (laughs)
1: So when the when the news reached Pharaoh's palace that Joseph's brothers had come to um to see him and to what really they did not come to see Joseph they didn't know they were seeing Joseph they came to get food to buy food and Joseph explained who he was revealed his identity and Pharaoh heard that Joseph's brothers were there so the Pharaoh t- said to Joseph tell all of your brothers um to um Return to the land of Canaan and bring your father and all of the families back to me. I'll give you the best of the land that Egypt uh, has to offer. You can enjoy the uh, fat of the land. Basically, bring all of your family here and and you'll be safe and saved from the famine. Um, And sorry, I didn't start this out. We're we're starting Genesis chapter 45, verse 16 through 20. Um, So uh, Joseph does what... The Pharaoh says, the Pharaoh also tells him to, uh, put goats and carts and all kinds of shit together, supplies and everything to take back to, um, his father. And so they'll have supplies to travel with and everything else.
0: Um,
1: so Joseph sends gifts with his brothers and the sons of Israel or Jacob, um, they went on their journey. They all got new clothing, um, Benjamin who is Joseph's full brother the rest are Joseph's half brothers right uh, because they're not Rachel's sons uh they're Leah's sons
0: right and if if this is your first time here uh Jacob has uh, what three other wives or concubines uh, no, he, has,
1: he has two wives and their and their their maid servants are his concubines also
0: right um so yeah there's four women fucking this one guy and um it's pretty much like uh like a Jerry Springer show or the Mormons or yeah or Mormons either one So
1: anyway Benjamin Benjamin is always treated better than the rest of them because he's Joseph's full brother Joseph loves Benjamin more than the rest essentially It's really not that important of a thing I don't think but they make a point of saying that that Benjamin gets more. He also gave Benjamin um three hundred shekels, which uh, of silver three hundred shekels of silver, which amounts to about seven and a half pounds or three and a half kilograms of silver, which is uh-huh. a lot. Yeah, it was I'd a lot. So. Yeah, um, and he got more sets of clothes. Anyway, um,
0: I wonder was Benjamin in on the whole? Let's sell our brother into slavery. Yeah.
1: No, I don't think so. Benjamin was at. I don't think Benjamin was there. I think, I think Joseph was the youngest at the time. Like Joseph wasn't the youngest. Joseph was the youngest one there at the time. I think.
0: Right. Yeah. See, I think that that's probably why he's showing favoritism. Not only because he's blood brother, but also he wasn't on the bandwagon of hey, let's sell this fucker. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, they're all blood brothers, but they they all share the same father. They just have different mothers.
0: Oh well, right. Right.
1: Um. So. Anyway, they get back to Canaan. Also, for whatever reason, Joseph tells his brothers not to quarrel on the way. I don't know what difference that makes, but whatever. They're brothers. They're going to fight. That's what brothers do, right?
0: Do you, think, do you think that Joseph is like all passive aggressive the entire time? Like whenever they start bitching and whatnot, it's like, oh, yeah, it's almost like being sold into fucking slavery by your family, isn't it? <laughs> i probably would be (laughs) i I know i would i'd be throwing that out every time it's like oh why does he get so much i don't know let me go and see about my time during slavery just like bringing it up when it doesn't need to be brought up just to remind them hey you fucking sold me into slavery quit your bitching
1: but that's also not how we get past things
0: (laughs) Uh, oh yes yes that is true
1: yes so anyway The brothers go and they tell Israel or Jacob, Joseph is alive. In fact, he is the ruler of all Egypt. Jacob was stunned and he didn't believe them, but they told him the entire story um, and what Joseph told them to do and then showed him all the carts that Joseph and the Pharaoh had sent them back with. And he said, I'm convinced my son Joseph is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. So they gather all of, well, not at this time. So he, he is convinced, but, um, they, they decide to set out and he offered sacrifices to God, of course, because that's the kind of shit that Israel does. Um, and God spoke to him in a vision that night, um, and said, Jacob, Jacob, and, uh, Jacob said, here I am. Uh, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down to Egypt with you and I will surely bring you back again. And Joseph's own hand will close your eyes. Jacob left Beersheba and uh, Israel's sons took Jacob, all their children, all their wives, all the carts, all their livestock, all the shit they'd gotten in Canaan. They took everything. Um, the sons, daughters, grandsons, granddaughters, all of the fucking people. So, the next section, Genesis forty six eight through twenty seven, is the list of immigrants. Do we do we need to go through them all?
0: The, what what are the immigrants?
1: Jacob's family.
0: Oh no no! <laughs> I think that we know who Jacob's family is.
1: The names of all of his sons, right? All of his sons' wives and their sons all of their grandsons all of everybody basically a list of everybody
0: i mean why the fuck are itineraries or or um passenger lists passenger lists all in the bible like it just seems like filler content it's like now we need to pad this some more (laughs) really sir yes we've already copied stories several times over uh can we think of something new hmm how about a passenger list for coming into egypt (laughs) no that is brilliant that's at least a page worth of bullshit right there let's go ahead pen that out and just make up the names we don't really know who these fucks are
1: well so there are 70 and they list them all
0: oh good god
1: it's (laughs) and, and at the end at the end it says all those who went to egypt with jacob those who were his direct descendants not counting his son's wives not counting his son's wives, were numbered in 66 persons with the two sons who had been born to Joseph in Egypt, the members of Jacob's family, which went to Egypt were 70 in all. So that doesn't count the married and wives. This is just his blood descendants.
0: Right. You know, it's very odd uh, that, <laughs> that, you know, God can populate the entire world, not once, but twice from incestuous sex from a small population of people but mm-hmm. yet but yet <laughs> it's like whenever you hear about these fucks in like in in anywhere in the bible they've always got these huge families which would definitely give you enough of a gene pool in order to have some kind of localized uh, civilization or society from them right know?
1: and when they need more infusion into the gene pool they just go to a town cut off all the men's dick tips and take all their women.
0: Yeah, yeah obviously. I mean, it's already happened once in the Bible. I right. don't see why it, that couldn't have been... Like, I could totally see them being like, you know, guys, <laughs> this isn't a bad tactic here. It happened with these
1: people. <laughs> this That was Jacob's family that did right, that. Remember, right. that was it, well, no, two or three of Jacob's
0: sons. No, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, they've got to be like, you know, this isn't a bad plan, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Jacob sent Judah ahead, which is one of his sons, uh, ahead of him to get directions to Goshen. Okay, so Goshen is where they're going to end up settling.
0: Okay, listen, I would love everybody to comment right now with what the directions to Goshen would have been at the time. <laughs> All right, you go down 40 acres and take a ride at that group of sheep. Now try not to fuck those sheep, okay? You got to move on past them whores, and then you're going to go on down the road. You and then to use
1: a well. You got to use a well as a mean... Because remember how they always do that in the in the Old Testament? They use a well as that's a right. way to direct that, people. That's right.
0: You get to the well, try not to fuck any of the little girls there. They're real testy. And you take <laughs> a left at the well.
1: Yeah. So, which is interesting because all of the sons are with Jacob. And they've already been there twice. So, I don't know why he sends some here go on ahead here and find directions why the fuck can't we just stop for directions if we fucking get lost we already been here twice pop like i don't <laughs> understand but <laughs> apparently this is a thing also i have to admit after i read this section when i was like filling in ge so so behind the sc- here, here's a little behind the scenes um for you i read this shit and then john and i talk about it after, right before we you know, right before we do the podcast. Well so I read it and I didn't have the book with me when John and I were having our conversation about it. So I didn't tell him they were settling in Goshen. Where did I tell you they were settling? Gollum.
0: Gollum. <laughs> were oh, settling yeah. Gollum
1: in Gollum. Right. <laughs> so it's not Gollum, honey, it's Goshen. <laughs>
0: Goshen. Gollum Goshen. I Whatever, mean Whatever same fucking difference. It's all made um, up, right? Why right. not
1: Gollum? Why not?
0: look you're gonna take a left next to the hogwarts okay (laughs) (laughs) if you've hit the harry potter you've gone too far
1: (laughs) (laughs) so anyway when they finally arrived in the region of goshen joseph had his chariot made ready and went to goshen to meet his father as soon as joseph appeared before him he threw his arms around his father and wept for a long time you know joseph's kind of a bitch he cries a lot does it yeah. Some people I mean, might get offended for the fact that I said that. I mean, it's no, no, it's okay to cry sometimes, but like.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, he, they they all cry like little bitches. I mean, if you don't remember Joseph, he he like was you know being all host to his brothers, and he goes to a corner and he cries like a bitch, and then comes he did. He's like he's like, no, this is wrong, guys. you y'all want some dinner? I get good dinner he did he but he has to be fair he
1: has had a really super tough life
0: like well, yeah but wouldn't you think he'd be pissed off at him and like yeah i'd be mad. Shade every everything left and right it's like well, oh, it's not think. like you fucked you know sell people into slavery or some shit right <laughs>
1: you, you would think but look he hasn't seen his family in a long time he's never had well not since they sold him into slavery he hasn't had family you know what i mean he's had a tough life i so would, I would say
0: <laughs> i would sorry You go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying, you know, even maybe he had time to, you know, cool off from being mad. I don't know if you cool off from being mad after being sold into slavery. That's never happened to me, Um, but I don't know. Things have happened in my life that I was mad about for a long time, and then, you know, it's just kind of time, kind of eased that a little
0: right. well no i was gonna say that i think the whole familial bond ended when they shook on the price for selling <laughs> selling their brother into slavery i think at that point it's like yeah you're not our brother anymore you know that right i mean he's giving me money for your life <laughs> well, that's, i guess that's true
1: okay so Israel said to Joseph, now I'm ready to die since I have seen for myself that you are still alive. And if we go all the way back to before Joseph was sold into slavery, you may recall Joseph was Jacob's favorite because he was his first son with Rachel, who is the woman that he actually loved, not Leah. Um, So,
0: yeah, I, I remember him begrudgingly fucking the other women just so that he could have a family. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, you mean I got to fuck these other hoes? God damn. Okay, Rachel, fine. We'll just wait until your vagina's unplugged. <laughs> well,
1: and, and that's exactly what God did, right? Yeah. Opened her womb.
0: Yeah, he opened her womb after he fucked all the other women and had children with them. It's was like, ah, I guess I'll let you have kids with her now. Well, it was punishment. He was being punished. Oh.
1: For being a dick to Leah. Remember, God was on Leah's side.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to the story. We're we're not doing so hot today, are we?
0: Mm, no, I think we're progressing. pretty
1: Okay, so Joseph said to his brothers and his fathers and to everybody in his father's household, I will go up and speak to Pharaoh and will say to him, My brothers and my father's household who are living in the land of Canaan have come to me. The men are shepherds. They tend to livestock and they have brought along their flocks and herds and everything... They own when Pharaoh calls you in and asks, what is your occupation? You should answer your servants have tended livestock from our boyhood on just as our fathers did. Then you will be allowed to settle in the region of Goshen for all shepherds are detestable to the Egyptians.
0: Well, I kind of wonder if this is some kind of foreshadowing of of Jesus right here, too, because it's like, we hate fucking shepherds. They're always dying and rising again, kind (laughs) of like our gods. Just fuck those fucks.
1: Well, it's interesting that Joseph brings an entire family full of shepherds to Egypt, a place in which everyone hates shepherds. But that's fine. They won't leave in Egypt. They'll live in Goshen.
0: Um, Or Gollum, whichever one you want. Let's go with Gollum from now on. (laughs) From now on, Goshen is Gollum. Is this like
1: a contract? Here to forward.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Here to forward Goshen known as Gollum. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So uh, we're starting now Genesis chapter 47. So Joseph went and told Pharaoh, my father and brothers with their flocks and herds and everything they own have come from the land of Canaan and are are now in Goshen. He chose five of his brothers and presented them before Pharaoh. Uh, Pharaoh asked the brothers, what is your occupation? So they basically, I can read it again, but they said the exact same thing that Joseph told them to.
0: Again, with the padding of shit. It's like, like, how are we going to make it even longer? oh fuck I don't know just repeat the same shit over and over and over again
1: (laughs) yeah well so Pharaoh said to Joseph your father and your brothers have come to you and the land of Egypt is before you settle your father and your brothers in the best part of the land let them live in Goshen and if you know any among them with special ability put them in charge of my own livestock so he puts Joseph's family then in charge of all of his livestock um so Then after the brothers uh, were introduced, Joseph brought his father, uh, Jacob, to present him before Pharaoh. After Jacob blessed Pharaoh, Pharaoh asked him how old he was. Uh, Jacob said to Pharaoh, the years of my pilgrimage are 130. My years have been few and difficult, and they do not equal the years of the pilgrimage of my fathers. Then Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from his presence. Um, it, it seems like a weird thing to ask
0: why about. would jacob bless the pharaoh i mean well, it just it doesn't seem right to me i mean because you know I, at least from my own experience they're always telling me to go to hell because i don't believe like them what so pharaohs
1: just, well,
0: no like Juice? religious people Jews. <laughs> <Juice. Juice.
1: laughs> <laughs> no well so because Pharaoh is taking care of his family in the years of famine. You have to understand that they're in the middle of a seven year famine and Pharaoh is giving them land to live on livestock to have food to eat, clothes to wear the Pharaoh is taking care of his entire family. And, and basically all of their lives and their lineage is, is, is insured because the Pharaoh is generosity towards them. So that's why he's blessing him. I'm assuming. Um so Joseph settled his father and his brothers uh in Egypt in Goshen Go- Golem sorry um <laughs> and gave them property um in the district of Ramses Ramses uh as Pharaoh had directed uh he provided his father and brothers and all of his father's household with food according to the number of their children
0: That's a lot of fucking food.
1: Yeah. But they had to eat so um So now we're kind of shifting the story away from Joseph's family. And from this point, you can just, they're settled there. They're just basically living their lives out in Goshen. Um, So we're shifting back to the whole idea of uh, the famine and what people are having to do. Okay. Uh So. Uh, Now there's no food in the whole region because the famine was severe. Both Egypt and Canaan wasted away because of the famine. Joseph collected all of the money that was to be found in Egypt and Canaan in payment for the grain that they were buying. um, And he brought it all to Pharaoh's palace. So basically all the money and all the land belonged to Pharaoh and Joseph at this point because they'd collected it all when people had come to buy food. So no one anywhere had any money anymore. Um so when the money was all gone pe- the people of Egypt and Canaan came to uh Pharaoh well came to Joseph because Joseph was the dude in charge and said give us food why should we die before your eyes our money's all used up so Joseph told them then bring your livestock i will sell you food in exchange for your livestock since your money is gone so all the people brought them livestock and he gave them food in exchange for their horses, sheep, goats, cattle, and donkeys. He bought them throughout that entire year um, and exchanged food for their livestock. <clears throat> so that's how people got through a year of famine was they exchanged all of their livestock. Well, then after that year.
0: Donald Trump right now is like, that was a good deal.
1: <laughs> right. Um, I also don't understand why they couldn't eat their livestock, but that's not my business, I guess.
0: Well, my guess is, is that by, by food, they were meaning like grain, grain and stuff. And I'm, I'm guessing to make bread and, and such like that. So, I mean, it's like, you know, they can't just live on meat alone. I mean, they'll develop the gout. (laughs) Okay. I
1: I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just like, it's a source of food, but anyway, so now people were out of money and they were out of livestock. Right. So what did they have to give? Because when that year was over, they came to Joseph the following year and said, We cannot hide from our Lord the fact that since our money is gone and our livestock belongs to you, there's nothing left for our Lord except for our bodies and our land. Why should we perish before your eyes, we and our land as well? Buy us and our land in exchange for food, and we with our land will be in bondage to Pharaoh. Give us seed so that we may live and not die, and that the land may not become desolate." (laughs)
0: Again, Donald Trump. (laughs) But it's interesting because... This is a very good deal.
1: This this section is interesting in particular because the people offered... Joseph didn't ask for them or their land or for them to be in bondage to them. Um, He didn't ask for that. The people offered that. So Joseph was like, all right, fam. So he bought all the land in Egypt for Pharaoh. um, All of the Egyptians, he... He, all of the Egyptians sold all their fields because the famine was too severe and they would die. So Joseph bought it all, bought all the lands, bought all the, bought everything, all the people, except for the priests. The priests received a regular allotment of food um, and supplies from the Pharaoh. So they had enough. Um,
0: Jewish priests.
1: It doesn't say it just says the the priests. Oh, okay. So the priests got to keep all of their land and their sovereignty, like their own, like their freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, once, once Pharaoh had all the money, all the livestock, all the land and owned all the people, Joseph said to them, Now that I have bought you and all of your land for Pharaoh, here is seed for you to plant in the ground. But when the crop comes in, give a fifth of it to Pharaoh. The other four fifths you may keep as seed for the fields and food for yourselves and your households and your children. The people said, you have saved our lives. May we find favor in the eyes of our Lord. We are in bondage to Pharaoh. So Joseph establishes a law concerning the land in Egypt that's still in force. It says still in force today. We probably should have checked that before we started if there's still a 20% tax in Egypt. Um, but that a fifth of the produce belongs to Pharaoh um, and only the land of the priests did not become Pharaoh's. So, you know, what's interesting is that mm-hmm. so far in Genesis, when we've seen Um, the amount that you're supposed to give to, you know, the, the ruler, the church, to God, whatever is been 10%, you know, standard Mm -hmm. throughout Genesis. So far, we've seen it a few different times. This is the first time that it's 20.
0: I can't really find anything just on a, uh, uh, surface level basis to actually place this whole 20% tax in Egypt. Uh, like uh, it, it talks about it happening in the second century BC and whatnot and how there's some inscriptions that may support it, but it doesn't seem like any of this is based in actual history, which I mean, is no big surprise.
1: <laughs> okay. So anyway, that was the intention from them on out a fifth of the produce belongs to Pharaoh's except for the priests. The priests are always exempt from everything. Um, so the Israelites prosper there in Egypt. Um, In Goshen or Gollum. Gollum. (laughs) They acquired property property there and were fruitful and increased greatly in number. Jacob lived in Egypt for 17 years and the years of his life were 147. So he died 17 years after moving to Egypt.
0: Well, at least his family's sort of safe. Yeah. Now they live in bondage to Pharaoh, Mm -hmm. which is setting up Moses, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. So next time. We are going to talk about uh, Jacob and Joseph's last days. Um, We're going to talk about um, the Israel's burial, um, Joseph's inheritance. Um, We're going to talk about all the sons and what happens to them. Uh, Not all the sons, Israel's sons specifically. Kind of what happens to them, some characteristics about them. Uh, Then we're going to finish it out with... uh, the burial, the embalming, all basically everything that happens with Israel um after his death, and then Joseph's uh Joseph's life after that, Joseph's great grandchildren, and Joseph dying. And then the next time after that, Moses.
0: Moses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the Moses one. So it looks like uh, the next day we've got um, the, the next day is going to be the last bit of Genesis. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's see. Yes. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, you, you know, every, every time I think of Goshen or, or Gollum. I just think, I think back to when they were selling Joseph into slavery. Yeah. And it's like, I can just see one of them being all like, we should definitely sell him into slavery. <laughs> but no, we can't do that.
1: <laughs> there was one brother that didn't want to do that.
0: Well, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um but i what i would really like for you guys uh to do in the comments right now though is let us know which was your favorite part of this three uh series uh, this three story art or three episode story art here joseph being sold into slavery or joseph uh you know that wasn't part of the story art
1: the fan this has just been the famine
0: has it has it been? Well, yeah. I thought that the the story arc began with uh, Joseph being sold into slavery, and then, you know, and and, and then everything from there, because it was Joseph being sold into slavery, and how he gets over there, and then the next one was him being all king of of, no. of Egypt. No, this three
1: part series started with Joseph being the Egyptian ruler.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So
1: it started in Genesis chapter thirty nine. Oh, okay, and ran through Genesis chapter forty-seven.
0: Wow, that was a lot. Of, that was a lot of chapters. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would like uh, the whole Joseph story in general. I guess. What's your favorite part? Um, me personally, it's the allusion to Jesus that comes on further about you know how he was he he was risen up like three times in it and uh also there was like the the whole thing on the um, i think it i think there was a third day reference in there somewhere maybe yeah um but anyways uh yeah i would love to know what y'all's favorite part of this particular uh joseph story arc is all right yeah so i guess we'll see you guys next week Uh, i hope you enjoyed this today if you did give us a like you're already commenting down there i know you are So uh, don't forget to subscribe if you like these kind of Bible studies, because there aren't enough atheist Bible studies out there right now. (laughs) Just saying.
1: And uh, don't forget to stand up and use your voice.
0: I'll see you guys later.
1: Bye, y'all.